Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. Uh, uh, we are joined once again by Sarah Jane Tobin and Barbara Scully uh, to dispense some much needed wisdom. Exactly. Uh, Good afternoon. All. Good afternoon <laughs> to you all. Now, here's your first question. My dilemma is that I've been dating a guy for a little over five months and we really enjoy each other's company and spend time together, bounce off each other. We both share a good sense of humour, have a lot of common interest and have a very good physical chemistry. Although we are having regular sexual connections, we haven't always felt <laughs> compatible in this part of the relationship. Advice from my friends is to give up and walk away that I'm being naive here. The thing is, I don't want to. Should we just break it off? Is it naive to continue? <laughs> Ah, I don't understand what that means. I don't understand this letter at all. And Mm. I mean, you know, I'm going to be very honest uh, and and say that, like, the sentence that completely baffled me was, although we are having regular sexual connections, Connections. we haven't always felt compatible in this area. And I was wondering if you might know this, Sean. Sarah Jane, you probably are too young. If (laughs) if sexual connections is what the nuns used to call heavy petting. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm assuming that's what it is. Um, But, like, I mean... What what does that mean? And not compatible in what way? Like... There are many ways. Well, normally the bits like fit each other. So uh, yeah, I, you'd imagine. Because Unless normally, he's got like warts on it or, or there's something weird going but on. But you'd imagine I, she might have said that. I mean, usually when people say they're not compatible, it's usually that one has a much lower sex drive than the other. Right. Yeah. So yeah. one wants it all day, every day. And the other one wants it once a week on a Thursday. Yeah. And, and, and that's fine. So I, I'm wondering here is that like, is she... Because she says they have a good physical chemistry, so she's this clearly attracted to him. This is the thing. I think she's thinking way too much about this. Yeah, maybe. I really do think she's thinking way too much about this. I was, I, you know, reading uh, that uh, email, I decided to do a little bit of Googling. And like, you know, the average person in their 20s to 30s has sex 54 times a year, apparently. So I, I, I just kind of think she's kind of... Um, Expecting a little bit too much, maybe, you know, looking at all these kind of sex in the city and, you know, things that that's that's like... It's very it hard be. to offer any advice. Well, she, says, she, she says we haven't always felt compatible in this part of the relationship. So obviously there's a problem on both sides. Well, this is the, well, this is the other thing that I wanted to just double check because, like, first off, why is she talking to her mates about it and, like, essentially slagging them off? Um, in the bedroom department uh, telling her friends that she's like not satisfied uh, does she talk to him about it? Well it sounds like they have I, 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 we uh, haven't always felt compatible in this part of the relationship would imply they have spoken about it I don't know like, uh, but she, she's also asked her friends about it the friends have said get out it's just not going on uh, or or you see, because it, it could be exactly that thing. It could be exactly that thing. The Rasna are like, are, are you swinging out of the chandeliers? Yeah. And she's saying, no, but I'm happy. Yeah, uh, and, exactly. Uh, and they're saying, oh, no, you're not. No, no, you can't be happy yeah. uh, with that kind of scenario. What, you mean you get on well as friends? That's appalling. Well, yeah, yeah. It could be just that. My advice would be to just get over your expectations. And if he's a nice fella and, you know, you fancy him. I don't know. I mean, like, when it will work. Yeah, but when fair. you're young, especially, and they're only going out five months, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. If sex isn't working then, do you know, that's kind of a red flag but, to me. I mean, as the relationship deepens, that can change. Uh, but 
in the early stages, if the sex is wrong, I'd kind of be a bit like... But I want to know what kind of bar she's measuring it against. Like, well, maybe he's somebody who should be a friend rather than somebody who should be a partner. Okay. Uh, but reckon? as I say, with so little information as to what the actual problem is, it's really very difficult I, I, uh, to know what to say. Um, but maybe he's just a friend. Yeah, um, maybe regular sexual connections mean they give it a go every now and again. <laughs> Uh, uh, and it doesn't, doesn't always work, work out, yeah, you know. Maybe, maybe they just don't <laughs> fancy each other, but they really like each other. Well, then they're friends. Then they're friends, yeah. right? Oh, Barbara, they're so friends. wise. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> have a book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, then I think they're friends. But if there was something specific that we could address <laughs> as regards the sexual chemistry, because we are renowned for our great sexual oh, advice yes, here, yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, but she says she. The thing is, I don't want to. She doesn't want to. There's, there's, there's something of value there uh, for See, that's, her. That's why I think they're more than friends. I think she just has too high expectations. And I think talking to the girls about it over Cosmos is probably only winding her up even more. You have a dog called Cosmo. I thought you were talking about she <laughs> said over Cosmo. Right, it's what the young people drink now. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I envision someone drinking over all my In between over. lines of cocaine. That's what they have. <laughs> uh, to wash it down. Uh, I'm not much help on this one. I'm really yeah. not much help. I, I would like to have more information in order to know. But it sounds to me like what she's got is a good pal here. Yeah. And that uh, she'd like it to be a long-term partner. But I think it's a pal. Uh, it's bad pal. sex is a no-no. Get out. Uh, George thinks maybe he has a small willy. Uh, uh, so why do people always go to that? Yeah. Uh, what's so confusing? They fancy each other, but the sex is bad. Just because other elements of the relationship work doesn't mean either of them have a clue what they're doing in bed. Uh, maybe he isn't ringing her bell and she's been faking it and feels guilty about it, says Ed. Uh, uh, Elle says, one or other of the couple may have a kink the other one is not into uh, and that is why they are not sexually compatible. Or just she loves oral and he doesn't. Oh, Weirdly specific, Elle. Uh, that, that, uh, but thanks for sharing your issues there. Uh, the, yeah, well, you see, there is an argument for maybe they need to keep trying. But you yeah, see, I think they do. That's most, me. But most of those issues that whoever it was there uh, specified, they can all be addressed. Yeah. Like when you meet somebody new, you're not going to immediately fall into bed and get it all like, yeah, you're no, all great from the get go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be a getting to know, you know, each in other. And what, yeah. yeah, what people and like. That should and what be the fun think. phase and you shouldn't be overthinking yeah. it. Yeah. So that all those issues, I don't think like, so I think there's something else going on here, but I don't know what it is because she hasn't told us. So. You know. Yeah, mm. Kieran says 54 times a year, effects sake, marriage will soon put a stop to that gallop. Indeed, Kieran. <laughs> oh, Kieran. Never said a I, true word. Oh, dear. Poor Kieran. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Weary sex goddess, Barbara Scully, looks down on people. <laughs> Uh, Right, I own a property that I bought in my late 20s and there's only 10 years left on the mortgage. I have a bit of an emotional attachment to it because I use an inheritance from my grandparents to buy it. However, I'm now married for four years and my husband wants me to sell it. He thinks we could use the money to pay off a chunk of our joint mortgage on our family home and live an easier life. But my gut... Just says no. Dun, Watch dun, it. Dun. This is running away money. Oh, she wants to hang on to her running away money. It's as ah, clear no. as day. It yeah, is as clear it, as it's day. It's her runaway money. She's that is ridiculous. It. I mean, you know, as somebody who absolutely is a feminist and totally uh, <laughs> in favour of, you know, kind of all of women's equality, running away money belongs like, you know, 10 or 20 years ago, unless there's an issue. But like she, that this isn't healthy, that she has it. First of all, like imagine having the, the wit 
to not blow your granny's inheritance yes. that on Halloween. Really, yeah. Trips around the world, but actually buying a property when you're in your 20s, like, hello. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Um, but this house, this clearly represents to her now some kind of escape route um, and some kind of a safety valve. Do you and think? That, yeah, absolutely. 100% I think that. I don't know. I, it, it kind of annoys me that he just assumes that it's, it's Why his, would you be it's, paying two mortgages? But... Is is he paying off that mortgage or is she like it's her house? It's not his. Like uh, you see, you see. Now this is a secret. If you if you're going to if you're going to kind of you know um, what's the word? Uh, there's a pledge your troth to somebody else for yes. for, for in, mm. you know for the the long term. You've got the whole thing around money has to be open, transparent, and honest. So therefore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what's mine is yours and what's yours is mine and be, all that stuff. It might not stuff. necessarily be her runaway money though. It could be like a joint fund for them when they both retire or something like that. You know, if things work out, sure. If they, <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, uh, <laughs> if you're struggling to pay a mortgage, as he said, he said, she says, he said um, that they, they could use the money to, to pay off a chunk and live an easier life. Yeah, but it doesn't say that they're like, they're paying the mortgage as it is. Yeah, you know, if life would be easier and it's all, you know mm. what I mean? There's no point in doing things that down the road is you've got to make your life easier now like that to me is I just don't understand this unless she is not confident that this marriage is going to go the, the, the distance and so she has this little thing here which is plan B which is fine but then you need to be honest about that and say that's that's what it is well, in your own head maybe okay yeah look maybe she does need to have a little talking to herself about you know what exactly she has has planned for that house but if you and um, your family could have a few you know a holiday that you couldn't have because mm. you're paying a second mortgage on your runaway but she didn't then, say uh, that, that that is preventing them doing anything but that, he that, says they would have an easier life if they yeah, could pay off they, some of their yeah, mortgage yeah of course Anybody they'd have would. an easier life yeah. but like you know if she didn't say that they're struggling well, you know, I mean, they, you they know. got the mortgage in the first instance to get the house. Because she, she had an asset. Yeah, but she, the thing is, she didn't say like he lost <laughs> his job or she lost her job or, you know, childcare mm. or something like that. I don't know. I personally think that she should hang on to the house and she should stick to her guns. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be just for her. It could be for them down the line. Um, yeah, but he obviously isn't buying into any of that. And I think... I would be, yeah, no, I would be pretty confident on saying she should be looking at her marriage, not the fact that she has a second yeah, house. Yeah, I mean, because he, he can say, I, I, I put, you know, I don't have yeah. another, let's assume he doesn't. Uh, he mm. doesn't have any other. Or he, a rich granny. Uh, or a rich granny. He, he, he doesn't come from Fox yeah. Rock. He's climbed his way up, th- th- up the greasy pole. He's put every single cent he has into this family home. Meanwhile, Mrs. Here is sitting on her, on yeah. her, on her nice pile uh, that, she, that uh, she basically got from her grandparents. Exactly. That doesn't yeah. seem fair. Well, no, I don't know. Fair. I, I, I'm against us on this one. I think she should hang on to it. I think she should maybe sit down and have a chat with him and uh, suss it out. We don't know. Does he have any... Uh, if he did, himself? she wouldn't have sent in this problem. I don't Do you think? think? Yeah, uh, I don't think. If, if there was a quid pro quo, yeah. then has obviously... Has she spoken to him? Has she told him now how she feels about it? And, you know, does he understand that it's... you know? I, th- I like think she's she knows exactly how she feels about it. She ain't selling it. Her gut says no. Um, which mm. I think means you got to look at your marriage, lady, not at your house and why you're holding on to it. But uh, there is a reason. If you really think your marriage is going to go, they haven't mentioned if they have kids as well. Um, that's what I mean. They like she hasn't said that it, it's you know crippling them in any str- like. But that it doesn't have to be money. crippling them. But if I was paying half, uh, you know, paying a mortgage off, and I thought 
that Sherwood was sitting on a whole heap of something or other in the corner that he was just <laughs> liking to have there. I'd have a problem with that. But would, would you not be benefiting from that? Like, say, no, for instance, if you have a tenant or whatever. What benefit? The benefit is a deferred benefit that she, you know, perhaps is saying, well, when, when I have this mortgage paid on this property, then maybe. But she's very much like it's my money and I'll do what I like with it, mm. which is I'm, why she's holding on to it in the first place. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd be kind of a bit like her, to be fair. Oh, you're very hard. I don't know. Maybe I've just been scorned. I'm not sure. It's um, <laughs> uh, mixed opinions on this. That's so selfish. If she sold this house and paid that money off her current mortgage, she'd knock 10 years off the repayments with the house she has with the husband. Uh, Another texter says, my granny had a great saying, God rest her. What's yours is mine. What's mine is my own. Hang on to your house, lady. Yeah, uh, I don't like that he's he's putting pressure on her. For me, red flag. That's kind of what I'm saying as well. I don't know. Like it's, it's, you know. Listen, if you're in an equal partnership relationship, this is absolutely something that should be up for discussion. It should and be, should be agreed by both of you. It should be up for discussion, absolutely. But that's what I was kind of saying. Like, has she actually sat down and talked to him about it? Maybe he just assumes. I don't think she wants to because she knows that what's at the back of this is she's probably looking at an exit strategy. Also as well, maybe he just wants her money and then well, and, her out. And or... what she hasn't mentioned are children, which, you know, as we all know, Big like, thing. like yeah. serious drain on financial very, very resources. Serious drain. Mm-hmm. And and paying off a bit of the mortgage would help. Huge. Because when you have to pay for this snivelling little, you know, for, creatures. For, for gorgeous, for gorgeous, years. wonderful decades, things. Um, decades, and it just gets worse. <laughs> uh, worse. It's just bricks and mortar. Uh, however, a gut feeling is important. Mm. But I think the good feeling is about her marriage, not yeah. about hanging on to this house. Uh, Peter house says the boyfriend might be into quote unquote. Oh no, this is uh, the, the the sex life again. Uh, might be into weird stuff in the bedroom that she might not be comfortable with. Hence, she might not feel uh, they are compatible. If she's not comfortable doing these things in the bedroom, she should move on. Well, indeed, but she didn't say that, and I think she would have said that if that was I agree. Uh, yeah. the issue. Uh, the uh, Sarah says clearly someone isn't satisfying the other. They need to talk about it. Five months in, address it. And uh, back to the house again. What nonsense. The house is her asset and she's well entitled to keep it. Uh, For far too long, women relied on men for an income and had nothing if the relationship didn't work out. It's not running away money. It's common sense. Sounds like running away money, though. No, I'd agree with that texter, to be honest. It's actually not really. And I I would be totally and utterly, definitely a feminist who totally believes in equality. But this is not equality. It, you know, I mean, paying back for all the sins of decades of, of oh, yeah. patriarchy well, that's, is, that's what, you know, is no use now. No, but that's that different. Is not, it's not equal. And I think if you are going to have a relationship with somebody a partnership. and a partnership, then it has to be equal. And I don't agree with people having secret money stashed away or no, money that it, they're saying, but that's my money and I'm not touching that. And just yeah, because it's a house, it would be the same as if she had a bank account with a couple of hundred grand in it that she was saying, oh, no, 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 but that's my money. Yeah, and my gut the instinct thing is, tells me to hang on to it is as as one of our texters said a few minutes ago him putting pressure on her that's not a very kind of equal he is putting pressure she said he's putting pressure on her to sell the house and I, I don't know, like, I mean, I, that to me is just like, you know, whatever by sitting down and having a discussion and him accepting her, her response and, her, and like, he should be able to, you know, accept her decision as well. But switch it the other way. If Switch it the other way. If he was sitting on a house and she was saying, my husband has this house that, you know, he bought with an inheritance and he's just hanging on to it, but he won't sell it up so that we could lower our mortgage and have a better quality of life. Well, to me, I would actually. Do you think that's fair enough? I would actually. Yeah, I would. That's not equal. I think that's it's exactly a, well, equal. It, 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 <laughs> you bring it, it, to the table what you bring to the table. Is it not analogous to when, you know, when a couple first meet and he has some sort of little, you know, penis-shaped sports car uh, and then as time <laughs> goes on, like, he has to get rid of it yeah. uh, and, and buy a car that accommodates kids yeah. that's dull and boring. Sorry, it's yeah. because that's being a grown-up. 
Uh, isn't been that there. just the same thing? Been there. Oh, I yeah. haven't, you know. Oh, yeah. we, we had that. We nearly had a divorce over bloody sports car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, if the marriage fails for any reason, he will get half the assets in any case. Pretty simple. Exactly. He'll That's get, true. He'll ha- get half the mortgage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's the uh, We lost a major client recently after a big mistake on a proposal. I know the guy who took care of that part of the proposal is regularly high in work. He's doing lines in the bathroom on the day he's in the office and on Fridays he works from home but is a basket case the rest of the team have been covering for him lately and taking the flack for small things when our boss complains however this is too big to let go we all would have gotten a few thousand euro in a bonus if we'd secured that client and it's his fault that we didn't should I rat him out to the boss I can't prove it but I imagine the company would be able to do something oh do you know what if that was me, I I think I would have to actually speak to the boss, especially if your your team is after putting in all the the work and that you've lost out on a bonus and you don't have to basically accuse them of it. You could just you know suggest that you you think there's something up and that you know maybe that that person needs to be spoken to or the situation needs to be addressed. They're not pulling their weight. I don't know. I I just yeah. I I think I think something would have to be said. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, initially when I read it um, and I was going through it, I was thinking, of course you need to rat him out. Of course you need to speak up and not let this guy get away with it. And then the last sentence, which says, I can't prove it. That is... Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that is a huge uh, red flag which you've got to watch out. You cannot accuse you somebody. You can't accuse somebody. No, but you do unless you, you have some kind of proof. And well, you, that's you know, it. that's but defamation. I think you that he could, he could, he could yeah, sue you. Yeah, you could sue you. He could take you to the cleaners yeah. for that. Yeah, but that's what, what what she could do is though just raise the issue. I don't and think say, you can raise an issue if you don't. How do you raise proof? that issue? You that can't. person may be a drug addict. Of course, yeah. I might be too. So who knows? You don't have to say anything about the drugs aspect of it. You could just sit down and say, "Listen, this person is not pulling their weight. The whole team has suffered as a result of it." The problem we is the team s- as well. I mean, the problem is this guy. But until you've proof, I don't see what you can do about that. But I do not understand why everybody's covering for him. No. And yeah, why everybody's weird. enabling yeah. it. No, but that's what I mean. It, it needs to be addressed. Like, <laughs> maybe he's a side business be- going on in the office. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he has. Situation but- definitely needs to be addressed, though. Because it's not like the person... Oh, no, it's not. No, absolutely down. not. No. It has but, to be addressed. Uh, yeah, how you, how you phrase it is going to be the tricky bit. Yeah, you can't uh, just go in and say, he's a junkie. Right, okay, uh, quickie last one. My boyfriend and I uh, just bought our first home together. We have a great life together. We save so hard for the deposit. However, we've just realised that our tastes and decor could not be more different. I want a cosy, warm, inviting home with rugs, cushions, warm colours in the walls, lamps and mementos from our life together. He wants a minimalist feel, white walls, monochrome colours and no clutter, as he calls it. We are fighting about it all the time. He's refusing to budge at all. It sounds trivial, but how can we compromise when we're poles apart? Oh, God. I We had something like this when uh, we moved into our, our house a few years ago. Now, luckily, um, at the time, I was like, oh, I love the minimalist feel. I like it to be clean and, you know, fine, like sharp edges and all this kind of stuff. Luckily, uh, it was unluckily at the time, the, the, the floors started to sink. So we had to move out after nine months and get the floors out. And when we moved back in then, uh, it was black walls and uh, fluffy carpets and uh, it was all totally changed up. I hated the minimalist feel. So I think that, that you know, is just something to bear in mind. Don't be, you know, thinking that this is what you want and this is the way you're going to live for the rest of your life. And that's the kind of house you like. I think give it a little bit of time. Yeah. Take it slowly. This is my idea of an absolute nightmare and I'm Couples sure it's probably one of the reasons. nothing else. Yeah. But, yeah, no, but your house is so important. Like your home is your rest, you know, it's your, it's it's where your you respite, go. Yeah. it's your refuge, it's where you go. And I would hate to be living in a house where I didn't feel comfortable or I didn't feel my personality was reflected. Now, 
Yeah, I think it's probably one of the reasons why I married my husband because he couldn't give a rat's as to what happens unless I did something okay, completely yeah. you know out, out to lunch he, he, he lets me away with it which is great um, so I can feel this woman's pain and I don't think it's at all trivial um, no. I mean there's, there's there's obviously two things I would suggest here is there any way I mean you can try and wear him down but you could also try and come up with some kind of fusion you know that he has yeah. to maybe or maybe he can do one bit room and she yeah. can yeah. give a little yeah. bit or divide the room but again I know what's going to happen when you divide the rooms is the living room is going to be the one where there's ructions because that's the one where you spend well, your you evenings in and you want it, slowly, it to reflect though. take it very slowly like you, you're moving into the house you don't have to move into a show house and have it perfect ready to go pristine all your bits and pieces in, in place on day one a slow encroachment of yeah. the lamps and the rugs and the cushions yeah, exactly Just, there you yeah, go get I, presents even, from people he won't even notice yeah he won't even notice these things yeah. coming in the door no he won't yeah Plus also, when you first move into a place, it's actually, they say, it's better not to do anything for the first, for the first year or so. Because, well, yeah. Which is how I, I learned. Structural. Yeah. But I think yeah. by it, making the place, especially in this climate, I think, you know, I, minimalism to me in this climate is nuts. Uh, because, you know, we need cosy, that's, warm, that's exactly what my experience was. And we I need was to like, feel that way when we go into, when mm. you go home, you know. Hoogie, or whatever they call that Higgy. thing. Yeah, um, I, someone says, uh, just going back to the uh, 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 allegedly coke snorting uh, oh, colleague, no. oh. uh, I work in HR. Even if the woman saw the guy do the line off the office desk, there is very little she can do. Believe me, it's more common than you think. Wow, God. Wow. I feel I really, as if I've been out of the workforce for just like so long. I really want to know where this guy yeah. works or this person works and they're what are they doing at work, you know? You know what? One of those companies that you can never get through to on the phone. It probably is, all, yeah. You know High call volumes because yeah. we're all doing... Yeah, all our operators yeah. are busy at the moment <laughs> snorting coke Bar- the phone. Bar- before we defame <laughs> half the companies in the country, uh, Sarah Jane Tilburn, Barbara Scully, thank you both very much. You are thank listening you. to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.